welcome to the Controlled Performance Podcast. I'm your host, Devin Cole, and we are here to discuss topics involving industrial process control optimization. I want to start this episode by thanking Mezzoflow Control Services and the Performance Solutions line of control optimization software and services for supporting this podcast. Together, we strive to be the top reliability and process optimization partner for our clients. Today, we are talking about performance for an individual PID control loop. The majority of control performance efforts I'm involved with center around a process control department. Often, a problem with the performance of a specific PID control loop lands on the desk of a process control engineer in the form of a request for tuning. In fact, many plant triage projects, METSO's control loop performance monitoring software, start as a client interest in tuning loops more efficiently. I do want to discuss PID loop tuning on this podcast eventually. But today, I want to discuss all the other things that should also be examined when evaluating and improving the performance of a process control loop. Much of the work my group and I do at Performance Solutions involves evaluating plants and the performance of their process control loops, as well as helping to resolve those process control loop issues. We do see that oftentimes tuning is a problem with process control loop. For instance, if a loop is tuned too aggressively, then it will cause oscillations and induce variability in the process. Alternately, a process control loop can be tuned too slowly, in which case it takes too long to return to set point after a disturbance. In either case, we have a situation where process control tuning can improve the performance of the loop. However, we often find that there are quite many other issues with a process control loop that are causing performance issue. Then these problems are not related to the tuning. In this case, you must delve further into the data to determine what the root cause of the problem is. For instance, there could be a problem with an actuator that's part of the process control loop. If the pump, compressor, or process control valve are operating ineffectively or inefficiently, or there's some kind of a maintenance issue with one of these process actuators, it will tend to cause the loop to behave inappropriately. One clear example of this is when a valve is sticky. If the valve is has the packing too tight or there is some kind of uh, buildup on the stem of the valve or something else that's causing the valve to need additional pressure to move, then this can induce an oscillatory behavior within the PID loop. This oscillatory behavior then is conveyed to the process variable and of course we see oscillatory behavior that could even be transferred downstream causing significant instability within the process. When the problem is the process actuator it does no good to tune the loop. You might be able to change the oscillation of a sticky valve for instance you could make the oscillation period longer or you could make the oscillation strength lower but in the end you will still have that oscillation due to the valve. Therefore, it's better to get a maintenance person to go out and inspect the valve and determine what could be done to improve the performance of the valve itself. Maybe you have a problem with the actuator, or maybe there's a problem with the positioner. But in any case, tuning the process control loop is still a waste of time. Our goal is to improve the performance of the process, and thus we must get at what is causing the oscillatory behavior or other undesirable behavior in the case that an actuator is the root cause. 
In the analyses that my team and I perform, some 30 to 40% of the issues we see with the process control system stem from the process actuation, either a problem with the pump, compressor, or control valve. Another area where we see significant problems, maybe 20 or 30% of the issues that we find, is in the instrumentation side. So if you have a problem with a sensor, maybe that there's noise coming in uh, via some outside interference, or maybe you have wavelets in a, a tank and the level indicator is showing some kind of oscillation, or some other issue with the instrumentation. Maybe the instrument has completely gone dead. In the case where we have a problem with the sensor, it doesn't make sense to do any process control tuning until we have done the maintenance or the required replacement for that particular sensor. This is how we get improved performance out of a PID loop in this case. Another area where we see issues with PID loop performance is when another PID loop upstream is having difficulties. Perhaps there's a valve that's sticky in an upstream loop or perhaps an upstream loop is tuned inappropriately. In these cases, that oscillation or other poor behavior can be transferred downstream to other PID loops. And in these cases, it's essential to go fix the loop at the root cause. Where there is an upstream disturbance that's coming through, it is kind of helpful to have a tool at your disposal that helps you identify correlations within the process so that you can easily, or more easily anyway, identify where the disturbance is coming from. Another source of problems with a PID loop can be the process itself. If there's a long dead time, or maybe the sensor is placed inappropriately for the actual control objective, this can cause the PID loop to perform inappropriately. As with the other issues that we've talked about, tuning this loop may be quite difficult and resolving the PID loop performance involves more work with the process, potentially relocating a sensor or redesigning how a tank flows or some other kind of modification to the process. So as we can see, for any given PID loop, we really need to analyze all the components of that PID loop and all that could possibly go wrong with it to determine where the effort should be placed in order to improve its performance. If we just assume that everything is a tuning problem, we will not be effective at improving the performance of the plant. With everything that can go wrong with a PID loop, it is quite useful then to have a control loop performance monitoring software to assist the analysis. Last time we discussed the importance of correctly setting up data acquisition for a CLPM system. In the future, we will discuss key features CLPM software should have to effectively support control performance improvement. For now, I will just say that the most important thing is to find what is wrong with any given PID control loop exhibiting poor performance and take action to address the right problem. This will set the plant on a path to improved control performance and improved control performance reaps benefits in safety, production, and profitability. Achieving that kind of performance improvement is what my team and I work on for our clients every day. We would be happy to start a discussion about control performance at your plant. So please check out the Performance Solutions Group by searching for Expertune at Mezzo.com. On LinkedIn, find us at the Expertune Plant Triage Users Group, and we welcome your questions about today's podcast there, or send to expertune.sales at Mezzo.com. That's it for today's podcast. 
please join us for our next podcast where I interview one of my colleagues about the role of control performance in advanced process controls. We are on iTunes, Google Play, and Player.fm as the Control Performance Podcast. Thank you.